Let's open the Bibles, please, to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. We're going to begin reading in verse 1, and we'll read responsively through verse uh, 7. And the seventh verse is our text verse. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 1. And shall we stand, please, for the reading of God's Word. 1 Thessalonians 1 and verse 1. Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father, knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance, as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. And ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost, so that ye were in samples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia. So it says once again, so that you were in samples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia. And tonight I want to speak to you on this subject, the power of example. Uh, it's actually the greatest influence we have of the power, the power of example that we set before others. Let's pray. Father, we pray that you bless the message. Uh, we pray that thou wouldst cleanse us in thy blood and make us uh, vessels meet for the master's use uh, through the foolishness of preaching. We pray for your good hand of blessing to be upon us. Uh, we realize without thee we can do nothing. We put no confidence in the flesh, but we realize that thy spirit is mighty, and you said you'd pour water upon him who is thirsty. We pray that you'd lead us to those who are hungering and thirsting after righteousness, uh, that they might be filled, that you'd open the eyes of our understanding and our hearts and open our spiritual ears to receive the truth of uh, the power that you have given us. It's an opportunity, but it's also a great responsibility which brings accountability, the power of example. Help us to preach and hear thy word. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And you may be seated. The power of example. Influence is very, very important. The Bible tells us we're either going to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, or we will be conformed to this world. And in either way, we are all influenced by others, and also we influence other people. So this is a persuasion that God has given us, an impact on the lives of others. If we understand it, if we're aware of this uh, privilege and power that God has bestowed upon us, uh, we can really be used of the Lord to give people the right direction, uh, set the right example. Uh, 
So this word in sample is an interesting word. It means a die which is struck or a mold, a stamp or a scar, and it is a model for imitation. Um, in, uh, I study antiques. In the old days when the silversmiths, uh, the earlier ways was called rocker engraving. They would take a, a, a tool with the hammer and they would rock it and make a design on the silver. As things progressed, uh, the Indians were given and the blacksmiths were given stamps. And they, it was just, you know, you put a stamp on there, they'd hit it with a hammer. That would uh, impress the design um, on the metal. And the word in sample, that's what it is. It's a die which is struck with a hammer. Uh, and the mold is set. Once the stamp is there, it is scarred. It cannot be removed. And so this is a, a model when we set the right example, when we do the right thing, when we just don't say it, we actually do it and we live it and we believe it and we understand this responsibility that God has uh, given us. This is the greatest power we have. You know, you, you can't uh, pay your way through Christianity. You can't buy your way and you can't, uh, you know, get somebody in an arm lock and make them come to church. You, you can't force God's will on other people, but the best thing we can do, of course, we can walk with God, read the Bible, hide the word in our heart, yield to the Holy Spirit, fall on our face before God, uh, praying in the Spirit, making supplication and intercession for others. But beyond that, we have to set the right example. We have to live in such a way that when others observe us, it's the right die to be set so that when they see that, now they have a model to imitate that they want to be like that, not to copycat. Uh, emulation is a work of the flesh, according to Galatians 5. But an example is the model for others to follow. In Philippians 3, 17, uh, Paul said, walk as ye have us for an example. This is the way we should live. Walk this way. 2 Thessalonians 3, 9 says we are to make ourselves, uh, or they made in themselves an example to you. In 1 Peter 5, 3, the pastor is to be in samples to the flock. So we cannot lord over God's heritage. We're not to be a tyrant or a cruel dictator or uh, a boss uh, and boss people around. Uh, we lead lovingly. Uh, we pray lovingly. We serve. But as we do so, we have to set the right example. So not through emulation, which is a work of the flesh. That simply means to be a fake or a, a copycat to imitate in an evil way. We want to follow the example that others set for us, and then we want to be a good example for others to follow. 
you, you probably, I don't know where I saw it, you've seen it. I'm not sure if I'm quoting this right, but one of the places I used to work had a sign walking into the boss's office, said rule number one, the boss is always right. Rule number two, if the boss is wrong, see rule number one. <laughs> you know, he, uh, just do what I say, and then do, just do what I say, and don't even look at what I did, just do what I say. So the, uh, but if the boss would just set the right example, you know, the, so the boss shows up late, but then he wants to get people in trouble who show up late. You know what I mean? He doesn't give his best, but then he's hard on those who don't. Uh, the best thing to do is set the right example. It's very, very important. And so sad to say, because everyone is influenced by someone else. Most people follow a bad example or simply will not follow a good example. So I learned a long time ago that I do not know anything. And some of you would say amen to that. I agree, you don't know anything. But I realized a long time ago, I have to get me to the great men. And I have to forsake all of my ways, my immaturity, my upbringing, and I have to go to somebody who can show me the way to do this. I have to follow somebody who has walked with God, who followed somebody who knew God, who followed somebody who knew God, that I can follow their example so that I know what to do. This is the die which has been cast. And once you understand this, when they take the hammer and they, they hit it with a lot of force, that leaves a stamp or a scar, which is the mold, and this becomes the model for imitation. I remember in uh, Bible school, I think it was, uh, who taught the Brother Laurent? I think it was either Genesis or some class, but he uh, made everybody get out their Bible he said, I want you to open to the first cover, the front cover, and I want you to write in there, I will go soul winning every week of my life for the rest of my life, whether anyone else does or not. And, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people just got it out. It's a good example, right? I wonder how many of them lived that one. Um, a, lot, a lot of false promises were probably made. It's a good goal. You know, what, what he should have said is, I set the goal, you know, that I will go soul winning every week of my life, whether nobody else does or not. But how did I learn soul winning? Somebody set the good example. How did, how did I know about Sunday night service? Somebody set the example. How did I learn about midweek Bible study? Somebody set the right example. We all saw somebody else live it before us set up the right die cast. It is stamped within our own heart, and we followed it, and that's why we're here tonight. You look who's mostly here tonight, the faithful. Where did you learn that? Somebody stamped the die. You learned that from following somebody else's example, and the only way you're going to get somebody to do the same thing is keep setting the right example. For somebody else. Now, sad to say, very few want it or will uh, follow it. So, 
there's nothing new under the sun. We are not to forsake the tradition of our fathers. We are to seek the old paths. We are to set ye up waymarks so that we know the way that we have been taught by the elders, the faith of our fathers living still in spite of dungeon, fire, and sword. We are all unique individuals. We do things in our own unique way according to our personality and, and the way that God made us. But when you look at the policies by which we live our life in, in the church, in the ministry, it should all be the same. You know, and, and where did we learn that? From somebody who set the right example. Um, I talked to somebody one time, and they were uh, not married, living with somebody, they, and uh, said, you need to get married. And they said, we're not going to do it. And I said, why? And they said, because my parents didn't, they did it, and it didn't work for them. Then my aunt did it and didn't work for them. My uncle did it, didn't work for them. And so what were they doing? They were following a bad example and basing their structure of their family by a bad example. Now, what they should have done is gone to somebody like my dad and my mom. I'm not saying they're a great example, but they were married over 50 years. How many years? 56 years. I, I lose track of time. My Aunt Sue and Uncle Tom were married how long? 60-something. Uh, so they, whose who's example are you going to follow? How will you conduct yourself? How do you dress? How do you wear your hair? What is your, your clothing style? How do you present yourself in public? Do you set the right example? How's your posture? How's your countenance? The look on your face? Um, are you kind? Are you friendly? Do you say hello? Do you give a firm handshake? Do you look in the eye? Do you set the right example? Um, or are you out of line? And everybody who has learned these things and developed these habits over time followed either a bad example did not follow a good example, which is sort of the same thing, or they will not follow a good example. So all of us are influenced by others. There is no such thing as a self-made man. I am my own man. Uh, that's not true, because if they were honest, they like a type of shoe that they saw somebody else wear, they might have saw it somewhere, maybe a mannequin, maybe some, in a shoe store. Uh, it, it, somebody followed somebody's example. Um, and I had a famous preacher. He would uh, kind of belittle me and my brother because we wore Stacy Adams shoes. And uh, he said, what are you wearing? I said, because Jack Hiles wore them. And Lester Roloff wore them, and I'm following great men, and if I can't live like them, I'm at least wear the same shoes they do. That's just me. That's why I wear them. And, and as I begin to study, uh, I can't remember all of them. Probably there's four types of people that wear them. Pimps, pachucos, um, what was the other one? Um, there's one more. Oh, gang members and independent Baptist preachers. I may have one of those wrong, but that, that's why I wear them. 
That, why do I wear a white shirt? Because that's what I do. So, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any other color. I'm just saying that's the example was set. I try to set an example because um, people need a role model. So it's not money, family, position, job. It's not our standing in life. It's not our possessions. What is your most important power that you possess? What can you do to do the best you can to influence your cousin, your daughter, your relative, somebody on the job? It is always set the right example. Always dress right. Be punctual. Uh, remember the old saying, if you're on time, you're late. 15 minutes early is on time. I'm, uh, I don't even know if that's military. But um, set the right example. So it's so important that we understand, first of all, this power that God has given to us, and then we use it um, wisely. You probably heard the saying, that you are probably the only Bible that most people will ever read.